friends are dead. Push me to the edge. All my friends are dead. Push me to the edge. Hello, and thanks for. Uh, I've never fucked it up before. Hello. How'd you screw that up? It's just saying hello. My body fucked up. Hello, Hello and thanks for listening to JoJo's, Jojo's Bizarre Podcast. Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Mark. I'm a dumbass. This is Mark. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't say all those things. Oh, yeah, Jackie. that's true. And I'm Miles. And I'm I'm actually Mark. This voice is Mark. Oh. And this is JoJo's Bizarre Podcast, where we discuss JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's a clever name. And this week, we're going to be talking about episode three of the Stardust Crusaders anime, which is episode 29 overall of the anime but who's counting um speaking of counting uh this is episode 69 for the podcast and it's nice uh and this episode by the way is called dio's curse i'm just saying so we'll talk about that if you didn't know uh we get fan emails or tweets or reddit posts listener uh nope reader uh things and this week we're recording right after releasing the episode um but someone managed to sneak in an email um and it is from matt hey matt hi matt it goes like this the in the subject line is called circus music from matt is how it starts interesting <laughs> hey guys i listen good to, so far i listen to several jojo's related podcasts but i always enjoy coming back to jjb pod for the trio's fun dynamic and the occasional guest artist you rope into recording with you for a given week who do you like the most matt the april fool's intro was amazing don't answer that <laughs> Regarding episode 68... I'm glad you liked it. It's true, where you riff on the JoJo figured it out theme. The miscellaneous circus music that you can't name, other than Saber Dance, props on that one, is Entrance of the Gladiators by Fuchik. Huh. That's the one that's... Um, is it... You know, have I told the story? I don't know. Um, this kid, Frank, we went to high school with... Um, would come over to our lunch table and grab his Adam's apple and move it back and forth. Uh, and this other kid, Dom, yeah, would make, <laughs> would, would sing that song. No, <laughs> pretty pretty weird. I don't like this story. Uh, the email continues. It was originally composed with the Roman Empire in mind, which, considering how we now hear it, is so hysterically out of place with regard to good old fashioned blood sport. It, it's one of my favorite fun facts, but it does not do well at parties. Keep calm and stand proud. But it does well on, at podcasts. Matt. P.S. My nearest correspondence corner is pretty far away. Can I get a per diem for gas? No, Matt. You can't get any gas uh, compensation. But um, you can sign up for WageWorks, which puts pre-tax money into your EasyPass uh, funds. So... You know, that might save you a little bit of money. It's worth it. The but, other companies that do that does that is Navia. That's what I use. But but either way, we're not the people to talk to. Don't talk to us. You have to go to the other department for that. Speak to HR. Yeah, yeah go to your T- HR talk representative. To, or as some startups call it, the people team. Oh, God. <laughs> what do we that's call the new, That's what the new hip thing. It? The people person. Yeah. You sound like a baby making a company. People partners. People the, partners. The people. I'm a people manager. I'm not a human manager. Yeah. When I have a company, I'm going to call them the, the pig wranglers. <laughs> and all their employees are called pigs. And they have to wear masks that look like pigs. You put all the paychecks in troughs. Oh, yeah. You got to fish it out with your mouth. And you go, come and get it. And then just from like a big podium into a steel microphone, I go, sue Anyway, that's the end of Correspondence Corner. Miles, you forgot to walk us over there. Do you want, do you want to take us away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're back in podcast place. <laughs> you know, we we usually never return. It's usually like we go to Correspondence Corner. That's where we record, we just, too. And we just record there. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Correspondence Corner is also uh, recording Reservoir. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you want to write to us, you probably don't after all those jokes, uh, <laughs> you can do so by emailing jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at jjbpod and a bunch of other places. Um, so let's let's get into this episode uh, that we just watched, and I have uh, forgotten everything about. But uh, I think Dio. No, does it start with Dio? No, it starts with the intro. There's. Um, oh yeah, let's talk about that. We we did get to see it uh, last time a bit, um, but we got to focus on the stand proud intro. What did you guys think? It's good. I like it. I wish it was. Uh, I, I still like the part four ones better. 
the super happy ones. I like crazy, noisy, bizarre tones. It's pretty good. It's a great, great song. I like Stand Proud. I like, uh, I like the intro riff and then I like the, uh, the drum fill that happens like as they're about to start the song that is pretty, pretty crazy. Sounds like a lot of toms. Is this the uh, only intro theme? I guess you don't want to spoil it for me. What? Of the season. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but no. Um, I, I, I guess I like, uh, the, the more campy themes cause I like the more campy Jojo's. Mm. Yeah. Well, you like the more up. Yeah. I guess less serious. Yeah. yeah. Humoresque. Um, I don't know. I'm I like just it. I like it gay. What? <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this doesn't really have, yeah, this one and the last one had, uh, some, some pretty ladies lying around looking, uh, upset. So, you know, that's pretty sexy. Um, yeah, I like Stan Proud. Is that why you have a boner right now? Yeah. Sorry about that, by the way. Ugh. Um, I shouldn't have worn sweatpants. Uh, so the episode starts pretty much where the last one left off. I feel like I say that every fucking time. I should probably just <laughs> yeah. realize that it's a continuous series and right. that's going to happen. <laughs> you can't help yourself. But it covers some of the same ground. They're all staring at uh, Kakyoin, who is prostrate. Is that the, the term? What? Yeah. Pros- prostate? Kakyoin's a prostate gland. Oh, boy. Uh, he's lying down. And he's just sort of like unconscious with the little nikunome, the fucking flesh bud, just jiggling on his forehead. And Joseph's like, in a few hours, this jiggling. It's this, not jiggling. It's like it's, it's quivering. It's quivering. I still think flesh bud would be a great name for a strain of marijuana. Okay, I always we'll say, work on that. I always say flesh blood. Yeah, I add L's. I don't know, like Carl's, <laughs> like Carl's. Yeah, mm. yeah. What do, why, why do I add L's to things? I don't know. Flesh blood. Jlacky. Blood. Jackly. Ugh. Um, so, yeah, Joseph's like... Miles. <laughs> Marlk. Oh, God. That sounds like milk. It sounds like spoiled milk. Um, Marlboro man. Jackly. Uh, so Joseph tells Jotaro, like, it's not your fault, but this man is going to die within a few hours uh, because Dio implanted this flesh bud into him. He said... 50 hours, and I'm like, how do you know? No, no, no. Abdul said 50 hours later about Holly. 50 oh, okay. days. 50 oh, days, you're right. Holly. Okay, oh, so maybe mind. he did say 50 hours about Kakyoin? Uh, some fucking amount of time. Don't worry about it. All right. Um, it doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, well. So Joseph explains that this bud is a way that Dio controls people, and it's the same way a dictator controls a soldier or a cult leader controls... He screams, Charisma! Yeah. And he yeah. just like yells charisma, which I, I feel like he's constantly screaming. It's the uh, it's also the antithesis to what's really going on here. If you think about it, like charisma being the way that people are controlled is the opposite of literally implanting something in their no. brain. So this is what he's saying. He's he's I think he's saying that that uh, Dio is very charismatic and he is. Um, attract it he attracts people to him he draws people to him so that's how he gets people to get close to him and want to follow him and then he's like all right now let me just make you my slave we see that demonstrated but he says it's the same way that people are controlled by dictators and cult leaders when it's not which i don't think that that's which is why i find it sort of disappointing in a way that this is what dio does you know, because first of all, not everyone ha- gets a flesh bud that, that works with Dio. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I think it would just be more interesting. It would make more sense that Dio, who has already vampire uh, attractiveness, uh, should just entice people to do what he wants. But that yeah. would be very hard to write for a manga to write something where they have to intellectually battle with Kakyoin uh, and somebody else later. Well, like vampires can kind of mesmerize people. And that's stuff. the thing. And, and that's Abdul will describe in a minute, like how it is that his skin he kind of gave me a boner. He licked right. his lips. His hair was beautiful. And he said he couldn't believe he was a man. He um, said, uh, yeah, he said there was some kind of sensual. Yeah, his, his level of sensuality made it hard to believe he was a man, which means he was getting hard and was confused. Look, a man can be sensual. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, not to Abdul, not I guess. To, not to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Abdul's like, I thought I was straight, but, but oh boy. Wait a minute. <laughs> Sweats heavily. I'm confused. Um, I also remember reading somewhere that when you are a vampire, you get an extra set of vocal cords. So that might make you sound kind of cool if you can harmonize with yourself. They don't really do it in this TV anime. Oh, wow. um, they kind of, they do it later in this episode. Oh, okay. 
Um, but yeah, so so jo- Joseph uh, says that, that this controlling f- flesh bud brings out all of like your worst emotions. So that kind of explains my question last episode where I was like, so is the flesh bud Dio's personality? Is it Kakyoin's personality? Is it the flesh bud <laughs> that has a persona? But uh. it's just, it's supposed to just be the worst aspects of Kakyoin basically came out. Mm. Uh, so he's still got a flair for the dramatic, loves art. That's the worst thing about him. But Ryo Kakyoin wouldn't put it in anybody's butt without asking. He'd first. go through the front. And out your butt? Uh, um, well, yeah. 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 I think okay. that's better. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, they're like, yep, this man's dead. There's nothing we can do about it. They're like, if you try to remove it, he'll ha- he'll get brain damage. So, I mean, we might yeah. as well give up. They were like, no doctor can save him. And so all of this, it's impossible talk means that we're leading to something. It's and S- yeah. Stupid stand. Doing Joe thought I was like, wait a minute. And he... <laughs> Hang on. Tenderly puts his hands on the side of Kakyoin's face. Because he's like, fuck it. If this guy's dead anyway, I might as well try something. I'm going to kiss him. I might as well try yeah. something. But he doesn't say that. He goes, he says that his stand is so precise that it can catch a bullet. So it could probably catch a flesh bud. Which, right. uh, those Wait, aren't I, the same things. I have questions. So Joseph was able to explain flesh bl- flesh. Buds. buds. Flesh blood. I'm trying so hard not to say bloods. Uh, trying... So, how does Joseph know about the flesh blood buds buds buds? Are you also tired? Um. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jackie and I have been up for forty hours straight. Wait, um, why? It's, we're doing this to raise money for a charity. Is that's that, not happening. Is that I'm just kidding. We just didn't. Uh, we didn't sleep a lot last night. Hmm. But um. Oh, I get it. We're just sleeping. No. <laughs> no, I went to bed late, and uh, I don't know what Jackie's problem is. I'm just sleepy. Okay. I woke up early. I'm sneezy. Miles? No. Do- I have dopey. Amstel-like. The answer's dopey. <laughs> um, I think, so I wasn't sure. When Abdul said that he met Dio, did Joseph also seem surprised? Because I was wondering if maybe Joseph figured it out from what Abdul was saying. I did not notice Joseph being surprised. Yeah, I only saw Jotaro look surprised. So Jackie, maybe that's why. Maybe Abdul described his encounter to Joseph, and Joseph was like, oh, so he implants something in you. Mm. But Abdul was saying that the only reason he was able to get away from Dio when he met is because he recognized him. And, yeah. And, like, knew that he would have to run away because Joseph had told him about Dio. But he didn't tell him about flesh buds specifically. True. Flesh buds are a new thing. Yeah. Uh, they also don't really come uh, back around until part four when... Do you remember Miles? Jackie, no. do you remember when, no. when flesh buds become important in part four? Um I think anybody. Somebody, I don't know. Listeners don't know. at home. Oh, 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 gross dad. That's the origin story of gross dad. That's right. That's Gr- how he became gross. Gross dad's only gross because he had a flesh bud, but then they killed Dio and the flesh bud died, and he's gross now. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So now you know Miles. Now he's you know. probably a really handsome devil. So the, there are a million other gross dads probably. Depending yeah, on how many flesh probably books. a good amount of gross dads and gross, gross moms. Aw. Right in if you're a gross mom. Um, that's funny because in German... Oh, that's when, funny to you? Uh, <laughs> go ahead. In German, it's when your grandfather is your grossvater. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Did you guys know that the Swedish word for fin or final is slut? So someone on Twitter posted this video of how finding Dory in Swedish ends, and it's just like Dory and whatever, just like under something in the ocean, and it just zooms out, and the blue word slut just floats on the screen. That's great. <laughs> that's how the credits start. It's just a movie just calls Credit you a. Ends. It just okay, calls okay. you. It just yeah. How the credits start is just the movie calls you a fucking slut, and then you sit there like why. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna watch a bunch of old Swedish films and giggle. Uh, so yeah, sorry for all that, uh, derailment, but we should, we might as well talk about the Abdul flashback cause that happened already and we, we keep alluding to it. Yes. Abdul said, I met him in Egypt. I'm a fortune teller by trade. And I was like, how do you afford all those clothes and shit? If you're just a fortune He's teller, a huge, huge fortune teller. Like he's a, got a huge gold chain with an uncle. Like Miss Cleo or John Edwards. Miss Cleo had to go to jail. John Edwards. Uh, what, he talks to the dead, right? That guy? Oh, yeah. John, John Edwards. Isn't his name John Edwards? I don't Isn't know. It? I only know John Edwards was a disgraced presidential candidate. Who, Not him. Uh, Maybe him. Wait, why is he disgraced? Because he had sex out of... Uh, 
Yeah. He had an affair and lied about it. Which is not illegal. And I think he spent Which is not some illegal. sort of campaign money on like covering it up. Jackie finds it very funny <laughs> that a week or two ago, I, I thought adultery was illegal. I, <laughs> don't <laughs> laugh at me. I, I didn't think anyone got like prosecuted for it. <laughs> but I thought cheating on your spouse was illegal. And it now, is. now I che- now I cheat all the time. You shouldn't have told him, Jackie. No. I thought that was so. Like, how would so, like so many people would be like in jail or paying fines? I just I just kind of confused you with that because I know that when you get divorced, you can bring up adultery as a thing. So I thought it yeah. must be a crime technically in order for it to be brought up. So I don't know. I just thought it was like I don't know. It's a crime of fidelity. I thought it was like hard to prove like or a, a waste personal, of time. It's like a personal problem, but it's not like a like when people matter. chew loud in the break room. It should be illegal. Right, when you're trying to just be in peace and quiet. Just name who you're talking about. It's a lot of people. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Abdul is a fortune teller, and he he said the word souk twice in this in this flashback. Yeah, what does that mean? It's just a bazaar, an Arab bazaar. Mm. Oh, um, love it. Surprised he didn't say bazaar, but Araki likes to do this. Um. And he said he was walking home one night, and he saw this man who had beautiful golden skin. And he was in his uh, shop. Oh, he said that. Yeah, on the way up to the second floor. Ah, he said with almost transparent alabaster skin. Um, and you know, we already said he was like sensual. He like smelled great, and he was like really soft and like glittery, he didn't, no, he didn't touch like a stripper. You're uh, thinking of uh, Twilight. And uh, his voice, and that's when you hear Dio's voice, and it sounded like a chorus of people. Oh, did it? Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. That's um, what it sounded like. It that was makes just sense. Like it was like an echo. It was beautiful. And as Abdul is frozen in, uh, he said, like, Abdul said his words brought peace to my soul, but it was like scary. It was scary. Yeah, he said like the fact that he was like relaxed by it is what scared him the most. Uh, but then Dio's hair starts growing really far out of his head. And at the end of his hairs comes this like almost reptilian looking drill that then starts pursuing Abdul. And we realize now that that's the flesh bud is this sort of like drill thing that his hair c- carries. And it and starts then, chasing Abdul. And then he just jumps out the window. He realizes because of Mr. Joe Star stories that this is Dio. So he at the last second breaks away. From his hypnotic gaze and he jumps through a window and then keeps running and yeah so i don't know abdul maybe seems a little ashamed of this because he didn't he could have done something but he didn't i don't know no way he could have done something i could have could have been you reading can't. it no it just it's set him on fire no it's dio set him and he's on like fire he's but he's but he's so irresistible simply irresistible what are you gonna do you're gonna be like oh i can't hit this beautiful face you know what are, what are you gonna do? I. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready emotionally, spiritually. All right, Kevin Hart. Physically, was not ready. I want to burn something beautiful, so I would do it. And I have burned something beautiful. What? Do you guys remember the the arsonist of two thousand two? No. Well, I didn't really get picked up in the papers or anything, but you it was me. You were a teen back then. Yeah. You know how troubled the troublesome teens are. True. I was pretty troubled. Yeah, I guess you were. I guess you were a little troubled. I, hey, I was an arsonist. You anyway, were, you were really troubled. All right. Uh, <laughs> so Abdul kind of uh, comes back into the present and uh, explains, you know, and I guess he's kind of like, "That's how bad flesh buds are." I forget if he tells it before or after the extraction, but spoiler it's alert: before. it's before. Cool. So then Jotaro was like, "Wait, let me do it because he's an idiot," and he, he has this confidence that doesn't make any sense. Right. He, well, his confidence is, I'm the protagonist of the story. Right. So he grabs Kakuin's cool. face tenderly, and then Star Platinum pops out and grabs the end of the flesh bud. And Joseph's like, don't you see what's, like, outside of the flesh bud right now? And one of the tendrils, the flesh bud has, like, four little tendrils that are inside Kakuin's head. Yeah, it penetrates his arm. Yeah, it goes, like, in his hand skin. And then we can still see it through his skin going up his arm towards his brain. Yeah. Towards his head. Do you think it feels good? No. Oh, okay. And uh, he's then going to extract it, and Abdul then goes to tell him, like, to stop. But Joseph is like, wait. He's like, my grandson is a real man. And he's not even freaking out, even though the flesh bud is going up, you know, inside him. So he now trusts him. Hmm. And uh, Jotaro pulls the flesh bud all the way out, this big needle. They, they show, like, a cutaway of Kakyoin, like an x-ray. And it's, like, pierced all the way through his brain. 
Yeah, he should be dead. He should be insane in the membrane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that a reference to insane in the membrane? That's right. By? Uh, I don't know. Cypress Hill. Yeah. I knew that. Okay. I, I heard you. I knew you believed I, I, me. You said it fast enough that I knew you knew it. What's another Cypress Hill song? Uh, no entiendes la onda. Let's move well, on. Here is something you can't understand. Yeah. How about I could just kill a man? Rage Against the Machine covered it as part of their Renegades of Funk cover album. I've heard of Renegades of Funk. I've heard of Rage Against well, the Machine. Well, that's also a song they covered, too, with Renegades of Funk. I love that one. It's pretty good. You like that Tom Morello guitar in the beginning? It's like, wee 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 Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, it's like, wee-wee-wee. Um, so... <laughs> Were we talking? Is this podcast about music? Yeah. Um, Joe kind of pulls out the flesh bud, like ties it into a, a fucking knot, like bunny ears, and then throws it in the air. And my favorite part of this yeah. episode is Joseph does a hamon chop. He yells overdrive, and it's perfect. Hamon chops it, and it turns into dust, which is great because it's like actual Araki logic coming back around that this is a part of a vampire, so therefore hamon will completely destroy it. Of course. Exactly. It actually is an of course moment, and it's great. And we get to see Joseph using his old powers. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, um, so Kakyoin is revived. Yeah, and Kakyoin is like, you risked your life to save me, Josharo. And Josharo is like trying to be cool about it. Um, but But did he know that he risked his life? Like I think I don't think he he might no, have had he, he, he opened his eyes during it. Yeah, but Joe Taro walks away and he goes like, "Oh, I don't really know why I did it." No, I mean, how does how does Joe Taro know that that could have killed him? I think when he started and it penetrated his hand, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Oh, you're saying, "Oh, why did he even start?" Like when he started, why did he risk his life? No, I'm saying Joe Taro. How did Joe Taro know that it, it like I didn't I don't. I don't know that he knew that it was risky to do that for him. Yes, until until after he started. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Um, I don't know. He must have... He, I mean, he, yeah, it's funny. He should have known it was risky for Kakyoin's life. Yeah. To do it. Yeah, but he didn't care. Yeah. So Maybe... maybe okay, yeah. Jotaro was playing stupid. He's like, yeah, I don't know why I did it. Because in reality, he was like, I didn't think there was any risk for me at all. No, but it's like, it's played off like they're being coy with one another and they don't want to... Like they love each other. It's yeah, tension. Like, yeah. Sexual tension. Jotaro's like, I don't even know why myself. And then doesn't he give some reason as he walks away? I forget why. No, I don't think he does. I think the reason is he wanted to show off. He wanted to show off that he's a badass and his stand can do anything from neurosurgery to drawing... To hitting shit real hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, how many powers is that? Now we're at three? Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been counting. So, well, I don't know. I haven't been counting. But Actually, been, four, because it, it can look real hard. Yes, right. So we can enhance, we can zoom in like a, like a, micro, like a microscope. Uh, we can... Draw good. Speed demon, uh, precision. Mm-hmm. Drawing good, which might just be a product of the precision and the uh, fast. But but drawing is a special sort of like That's true. visual coordination right. that you need to have. Right. You know, if you were fast and precise, you might be excellent at, you know, any multitude of things like sword fighting or something. That doesn't mean you're a good artist. That's true. You need to have that special artistry. Uh-huh. Right no, they're brain. The same. They're pretty much the same. Oh, okay. Um, catch a bullet. Yeah, that's all. That that I would call speed and precision, though. Catching a bullet. That I'm like, that's not a separate power. Mm-hmm. But like, when you write that it's speed, precise, and strong, I don't know why I can see fucking hard. I don't know how so I can hard. see a bug in a photo. That's none of those things. Maybe that's the precision. It's like if you look at it real qu- real quick, it shows up. Like it's speed. LASIK baby. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, anyway, so Kakyoin is saved, and he's awake and. Quietly, we're sure thankful for Jotaro's efforts. And Holly overhears all of this, and she goes like, I knew it. My grandson's actually a nice guy. My son, my son, my son. Yeah, my son. Um, and she's so, like, he's so sweet. So he puts, she puts a bandage around Kakyoin's head, <laughs> and then Kakyoin has this dumb forehead wrap the whole rest of the episode. Mm. Um, and, they and, th- and then Holly's like, Joseph, go make him a, go, go get him a, a, cot to sleep on and a uh, futon a I think futon. yeah and Joseph's like why do I gotta do it also I don't even like can somebody get me a bed 
I'm American. And he slaps the floor when he's doing this. He's like smacking the, the he's tatami like, I don't mats. like sleeping on the floor. And then Holly's all like, well, we're in Japan. You got to do it. And, she's and also she slaps like, the floor while she's talking back, which I thought was great. <laughs> and she's also like, uh, don't call me Holly anymore. That's my American name. Now you should call me Seiko. Because Seiko comes from the Japanese word for holy, which is Seinaru. And Holly comes from the American, <clears throat> the English word for holy, which is holy. No, you're right. American. I did that in, in a backwards sort of way. Um, so Holly, number one original weeaboo. Uh, this is coming from somebody who did a Japanese intro to last week's podcast. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Holly's not named after the tree? Uh that's what I always think of. You know, this isn't me who wrote this. This is what they said. No, you tell me, Mark. I don't know. I thought Holly was short for Alexander. That's what I thought. <laughs> for Hallthew. Um, Arthur. Oh, Hall. <laughs> Why do you always take it to Arthur? I don't know. It's pretty it's a great. stupid name. Hey, we might have a listener named Arthur. I'm sorry. If your Arthur. name is Arthur, write in. If your name is Farther, Tell write us in. why you have such a stupid name. Wait a minute. <laughs> I like uh, the PBS Kids show, Arthur. That's a good one. He's, yeah. an, ar- he's an aardvark. Never he's saw a, it. I read the books. He's a meme now. Do you think his name is Arthur spelled with two A's? No, no that would be not. good. It's but then all not. the kids would go, Arthur. <laughs> Stupid kids. Stupids. So uh, Holly puts a bandage around Kakyoin's head. Kakyoin is grateful for this. And then... The next day... Oh, do they... Do they go to sleep and then they, yeah you're right yeah you're right. the next morning um, Jotaro is like getting ready for school like he always does because he goes to school because um, he's in high school. Joseph is walking around in wait, his wait, jam wait, jams. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, Jotaro says, "I'm definitely going to school today," <laughs> which I thought was great. Uh, Miles, you laughed at it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Jotaro says, "I'm definitely going to school today." That's good. Which was almost like the viewer, the reader, has to go. No, you're not. There's no way now that you said that. Yeah. Or he's he like, does not. Wait, has he been missing school? He must have been missing school for. He tried to go back one day and got yeah. his knee cut, and then a fucking titty he's monster attacked him. He's been in jail him. before that. He was in jail for four days. <laughs> oh man! Then he almost got penned in the face. His school's probably not open. There was an explosion. The That's day true. Yeah. <laughs> so you think he's a high school dropout, but then like studied fucking starfish and, and he could have gotten it? his uh, GED. He got his GED in uh, in uh, ocean bullshit. And then he got accepted to Todai. Which is another... Um, wow, have you been watching anime? Yeah. Todai I've been watching Love Hina, and uh, Jotaro is in that. Oh, yeah. In Love Hina, the kid's uh, dream is to go to Todai, right? That's right. Todai it's is... It's all of their dream. Tokyo University, and it's a very good school and hard to get into. Cool. Cool. And, anyway, so he's thinking about... He was like, all right, I'm definitely going to go to school today. And then he, he like remembers. He's like, usually my mom greets me. Yeah, he says, that's I not normally... I miss my mom. He goes, that's not normally how things play out. Like it's a battle or something. <laughs> he's not like, where's my mom? He's like, that's not how things usually play out. Something's different. What Next, you're going to say... I miss my mama's kisses. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we see Joseph in the best pair of pajamas, the best pajama set I've ever seen. I want these jam jams. They're pretty great. Although I don't wear pajama sets. Mm, I don't either, but this made me want to get some. Yeah. And then walk around a big Japanese estate going, Honey! Honey! <laughs> um, so Joseph is... Uh, oh, yeah, at the end of last scene where... Uh, Holly is saying, "Call me Seiko." Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph just keeps yelling "Holly" at her, oh, and she yeah. just she just ignores him, turns her head away. Joseph hates it. He was like, "I named you Holly. What is this shit? <laughs> yeah. You go to Japan, you change your name." Yeah, um, I, I kind of get. You make me sleep on the floor. Why he hates Japan? Yeah, yeah, because all this horrible shit happens. <laughs> yeah, and like, I don't know if it was like your daughter and she suddenly started to love insane clown posse and like went away to live with a bunch of juggalos juggalos you would hate were you gonna say rugula (laughs) with a bunch of arugula no it's not what i said but okay um my favorite lettuce very good uh fucking um but while he's looking he goes do i really have to yell psycho right now psycho psycho (laughs) psycho and he goes no i'm sticking with holly yeah he's like no that's not the name he's like oh yeah she won't come out unless i yell that right uh, also, in between scenes, they've been showing the bamboo thing that's connected to the water stream outside traditional Japanese homes that dips when it fills up with a certain amount of water. Mm-hmm. 
I have learned this is called a, I think, shishi odoshi, which means scare deer, or it is called a scare deer, and it is designed that every once in a while it makes this loud sound, and it's, it scares animals away because you live in the forest or whatever. Oh, that's smart. And so it prevents deer from sneaking up on you because every now and then it's like, doo. Um, and they keep using it as a way to uh, jump between scenes to I show time I think it's a pleasant passing. sound, though. It is. I also um, love that there's a little detail where when Jotaro walks between rooms, he has to duck every time. Because <laughs> he's huge. Which I had to do in Japan, and I'm not that big. But isn't he the exact same height as Jotaro and Josuke? He is Jotaro, so he is the same oh, you're height saying as himself. Jo- I thought you said Joseph had to duck. <sighs> Did I say that? Fuck. I meant Jotaro has to duck between shit every time he walks anywhere they both have to duck they're all the same height we see this towards the end of the episode as they stand next to each other and they're all the same height okay um it's silly so yeah joseph is calling out for holly refuses to call seiko and then we see abdul come out of his room he's gonna raid that fridge and he's <laughs> he's kind of floating for he's got a second the munchies. uh he sees a spoon on the ground and looks very alarmed um so i think he thought it was a spoon stand um <laughs> But then he looks further up and sees a bunch of shit clattered all over the place in the kitchen and then sees beyond the left open fridge door is Holly. Oh, no. Lying on the ground. Um, She's dead. She's dead. Um, And he goes up to her and he tries to kind of like, you know, wake her. And then we cut to her um, just lying in bed sick. Or no, he sees the hint of a stand and then he rips her damn shirt off after saying like uh sorry he's like excuse me he pulls her shirt down like a little too far down way all the way down i didn't like this we see a little bit of her butt dude yeah have some be a gentleman he did say pardon me though so pardon me while i rip your fucking shirt off do you remember that incubus song holly has a big but wow it's huge yeah. is that true i wrote down holly got a fatty that's what i wrote down in my <laughs> she's notes. thick with two c's where uh just in this shot or is it huge but i think you, do you see your butt later oh she has huge tits too later you see that when they like are describing her disease and then she's like barely covering her nipples like one with her hand and one like the thorn just, like the vine when, covers when abdul is like uh, fucking stripping her for some reason <laughs> He, he her, just, her he butt just pulls huge. her shirt down to her butt. You no, but then later, later, anything. later, like he pulls down more, and you see all the vines that are on her back. Oh, does he? I don't remember that or something. I don't know. She's naked. Her her butt is just like the whole bottom half of the screen. I think when they're describing the <laughs> the stand, it shows her from behind yeah. naked and with like yeah, the it, vines show, it all shows over. her it boobs too, and, and they're her, big and round, and her big butt. Um. Anyway. Um, sexualizing his mom again second time we sexualize a a, a jojo mom yeah it's gonna happen <laughs> i just think it's funny um yeah so Hot for moms he takes he sees it as basically like a bunch of vines and holly it looks like to me anyway um coming out of her so he, he takes her back to the gang and they're looking at you know her and she's sick she's alive but and they're she's like sick. how did her shirt come off <laughs> like this, uh, abdul this is when this is when he's like it's gonna. It's like she's gonna be like this for fifty days unless we do something. No, 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 no. no he looks that up in the encyclopedia later. That's that's after the drawing. Um, by the way, occasionally I'll just say this now, but I think it happens when Abdul is going to look this up. We see Kakyo now is up and about, and he kind of walks around. And I think they, they try a little bit to make him look like we don't know about him. Is he going to be good? Is he going to be evil? Because until now, this is really the first time, sort of, not really, that we have the JoJo trope of. You're a bastard piece of shit bad guy and I'm going to kill you. Oh, you want to be friends? Okay, cool. Right after. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of like, what's the deal with Kakulin? Why is he snooping around? But he had a flesh blood. <laughs> yes, but. exactly. He had a flesh blood and a flesh bud. Also, to err is human, to forgive, divine. Wow. But I think Araki came up with that. I don't think that's true. But that's why I hate Koichi, because he forgives just bad people yeah. who have no reason to be forgiven. He's divine. Aww. <laughs> um, him and his fucking rap stand. True. Uh, um, so, um, Holly's got divines growing up her back. Oh my god. <laughs> divines. Divines. Just go on without me. <laughs> Alright. R.I.P. Mark. <laughs> Rip. Mark Semurio. <laughs> anyway... 
They're wondering what's wrong with Holly, and Abdul explains that her stand is going to kill her. And that, and and I think Joseph comes up with the idea that we have to go kill Dio to get rid of the connection to the stand. They're going completely on a hunch, though. And I don't, I never understood why that wouldn't also get rid of their stands. Yeah. Yeah, or why they think it would get rid of their stands anyway. Yeah. Just because it started their stands doesn't mean it ends them. Yeah. So I, I what I think they should do is just give up. They also skip. What I think they should do is. Um, make Holly believe in herself and make her strong, yeah. strong-willed True. so that she can control her stand. Because they explain that Holly is so nice that she would never hurt anyone and Joseph didn't prepare her, I guess, or something to resist the stand. Uh, or he didn't prepare her about the stand, I guess, because he thought she'd be able to... I don't know. Yeah, he gets mad and slams Jotaro into the wall. Yeah. And he goes like, oh, I knew this would happen one day. And Jotaro, in a show of strength, like gets his hand off and he's like, tell me what we have to do to fix this. And he's like, yeah, the only thing we can do is is get to Dio. And they should like be like, yeah, we have to get some answers about how to reverse this. But instead, they're like, well, kill him and it'll be done. But they're like... But we don't know where to find Dio. And yeah, he's and Joseph's like every time I take a photo, it just comes out in the darkness like this. Um, and they're like, I can't see anything in the darkness. And Jotaro goes, "You should have told me earlier," <laughs> because he has this mega ass pull. Of he tries to explain it too. He's like, "My stand is very precise," and then he takes the Polaroid and holds it in front of his stand, whose eyes then zoom in. They glow blue. They zoom in, and we see in the darkness something that wasn't there before, uh, and it's a fly, basically, because his stand starts sketching super ultra-fast onto a piece of memo pad uh-huh. with perfect detail, this fly. I love how, like, the the innocent face that... Uh, Star Platinum? Star Platinum always has when he's doing these things. Like, when he's pulling Aww. the thing, he's, like, very wide-eyed and, like... Yeah. Like, focused. It's more like what Jotaro should actually be looking like. Yeah. Because it's, it's his representation. <laughs> Uh, he's also worried because he only has a loincloth on, so mm-hmm. that's worried. Some men's shoulder pads. He doesn't want anyone to see his butt. So he draws this sketch, and while it is perfect, I do find it weird that Abdul's like, I've seen this fly before. And he takes the memo pad, and he runs, and he goes, do you guys have any encyclopedias? And Jotaro goes, we have a library. Mm-hmm. And then Abdul is in the library reading, and he just has one of his magician's red flames above his head to light what he's doing. Which I think is interesting because why aren't there just lights in the library? How are you supposed to read? No, you have to have a stand in order to read. <laughs> how do you find your book? Nobody. What do you do? Nobody in their family knows how to read. Mark. I think maybe Abdul. Jotaro doesn't even go to school. I think Abdul. <laughs> it's true. Jotaro hasn't found starfish. There's no starfish books in their library, so he. Oh, can't. and now he has a stand though, and and Star Platinum is also really good at making lights or something. So then he's able to read <laughs> about starfish and get a degree. Um, so my guess is Abdul runs in there and he's so hurried. He's like, where's the fucking light switch that he just lights a flame and starts looking through encyclopedias. Um, and this is when we kind of see Kakyoin looking around and he, uh, you skipped a part. Did I skip the part where Kakyoin talks about how much he loves MILFs? No, you skipped. Well, no, you skipped the part where, um, Holly is more or less fine because uh, they took care of her and oh, yeah. and she's like up. oh I thought that was after but okay she's kind of like up and about and uh, like sit, sitting around and Joseph is doing everything for her he's brushing her hair he's brushing her teeth weird he's washing her face uh, he does her nails I think at one point he rubs her legs it looked something? like he was waxing her legs but you're I don't think it was waxing I don't know what he was doing I hope he legs. wasn't washing her and then she does this thing that nobody would ever do right where she holds up her panties and says like would you help me change my underwear which is not a joke you would she it was, she's joking that's not a joke you would make because Joseph dad. then blushes which I don't like that reaction he should yeah. just be like disgusted not yeah. like, weird oh. Um, and then she says, just kidding. And then she twirls her underwear on her finger, which I did think was funny. I do think that's funny. (laughs) Is this, what does this mean? Is this a Japanese thing? No, I don't think so. I think it's just like, let's throw in some sexuality because children read this and they have no other outlet. Little father, daughter, sexuality. It's what the people want. How old, uh, how, like if you had a kid, at what age would you let them watch JoJo's? I thought you were going to ask, stop changing their underwear. And I was like, 15. 
Uh, <laughs> when would I let them watch JoJo's? Uh, Never. Like 11. 11? Yeah. 11's too young. They're still uh, innocent at 11. I watched R-rated movies when I was like 9. I'm going to say oh, really? 20. Yeah, I'm pretty fucked up. You're going to say 28? Mm-hmm. At 28, you don't let your children do anything. They're gone. That's when I started watching. Pornography? <laughs> no, JoJo's. Oh. They got to do everything. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe 29. When How long have we been doing this? A year? Oh, uh, you're in change. Uh, I was 29. Cool. So not 28. Still too young. Cool. Uh, so uh, she seems fine, and Joseph is like, oh, you gave me a scare back there. And then she still has the vines on her back, but she's like, anyway, what do you want for dinner, Jotaro? And he's like, shut up and sit down, because he sees the vines are still on her back. And he's like, I mean, why don't you just take it easy until you feel better? And he puts his hat down over his face so you can't see his emotion. Yeah. Because emotions are lame. They're dumb. They're for ladies. Be cool. <laughs> ladies who can't control their plants, stands. Um, so uh, she says, like, okay, you're right. And she lays back down of her own volition. And passes out. And passes out. And they're yeah. like, oh, my God. She passed out. And then almost like a way to be like, well, she's kind of strong. They're like, she was putting on a show for how... Um, you know, ill yeah. she really was. She was acting tough for us. and She was acting like she was fine because she didn't want us to worry, is what they said. Mm-hmm. But I was worried anyway. Uh, Abdul is then in the library reading the encyclopedia. And he got, he got distracted and he started reading about ships. And we're like, no, Abdul. Okay, that didn't happen. No. He's, he's going through all the encyclopedias looking for this perfect sketch of a fly. And How would you do that? Would you just, would you look under F for flies? And they have every species of fly listed in the encyclopedia. Maybe you look for. Is he looking at encyclopedias? Yeah. Has the narrator oh. already said now that this is the Wewe fly? Or this is after he. Now he finds it, yeah. Okay, well, before he finds it, though, Kakuan sneaks up on him and asks him about what he's doing, I think. And Abdul sees him. He's like, I see you're up and about. Which yeah. all cool guys can see you walk in a room even if it doesn't seem like they notice yeah what is but damn it there's some exchange they have that i wanted to bring up oh uh this so this is where kakyoin says uh or no this is where abdul says yeah kakyoin asks like oh can this stand really kill people and abdul says yes i've seen it happen to many people before um so it's either something that Araki drops, the idea of people who aren't strong enough for their stands. Although, no, we kind of, with the bow and arrow, when that comes in, they explain that people who are hit with the bow and arrow who aren't strong enough to get a stand... They just die. They just die. Although we never see anybody get hit with a bow and arrow and die, we'll assume that there's tons of people dead in Mordio that Keicho was shooting, and they were just like, I'm dead. Yeah, I And it was never in the news, to. like, bow and arrow killing spree. Yeah. Um, then again, neither was Kira's, like, murdering women... Keeping their hands. Um, but at least he destroyed the evidence. That's true. Uh, so it, it brought me a little bit of comfort. I was like, okay, so maybe Holly's not just too weak as a woman to have a stand. But she's... Wait, why not? Because I was like, oh, it happened to tons of people. A lot of people can't control stands. But uh, then... It, what if they're all women? Well, there's that. <laughs> well, she, But he says people. He doesn't say women. Uh, but That's then it's true. Like, they, but, I think they would specifically say women. But then she's the only Joe Star who can't handle it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's the thing that's, that's kind of dumb. Is like what everyone manifests a stand, and like we've said, even Josuke, a baby miles mm-hmm. away, gets a stand and is oh I have a fever, but then comes out of it. I mean maybe that's it, right? Maybe she's as as nice and innocent as a baby. But she didn't get to keep her stand. We can I? We've been over this. I think when we watched the OVA. Do you guys know the name of Holly's stand? No. Uh, it doesn't have one. Oh. Because we don't even know if it would, were to have a power. She's the only one who is seemingly cured by Dio dying or whatever. Um, just like... That doesn't make any sense. Do you guys know how important Lisa Lisa is in the story ever since Battle Tendency wraps up? Not at all. Who's Lisa Lisa? Yeah. Who is that? Who is Lisa Lisa? Right. That's what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure thinks of Lisa Lisa. I mean, she's supposed to be alive, right? Uh, at this point in time, I don't they know if that's true. They live a long time. Yeah, she's got that ham on. That ham and, that ham and cheese sandwich. Uh, let's see. This is a bajillion years later. It's not that, I mean, Joseph's still around. It's like 40 years later. He, he, Joseph's still around, and he has another season to get to. And she was 50 when we first saw her. So she's like in her 90s. 
Yeah, she old. She's probably still fighting. Yeah, no, she's she married a Hollywood screenwriter, mm. um, and in her spare time, cuts people in half without thinking. Uh, so I was like, maybe, but I'm still like, no, she's a fucking Joe star. She should be able to control her stand. I don't know. It, w- it would have been nice if towards the end of things, you know, we got to see her have some kind of power, but you know, uh, I'm just jumping ahead fucking 40 episodes to spoil everything. Uh, regardless, um, you know, let's just say that that's what Artiki wrote at this moment, that like some people can control it and some people can't. And it's very common for one or the other to happen. If they're a lady. If they if they're a nice person, <laughs> who's a woman? Who? Wait, wait. <laughs> a mom. Uh, yeah. So, Kakyoin. You ever notice how moms are really sweet, but dads are really gross? Like, you, like gross dad. You mean in JoJo's? In the show? <laughs> JoJo's. Not, not in general. Do you ever notice how all dogs are dead? Do you guys notice that? Yeah. All my friends are. Dead. I was gonna say all the dogs are dead. <laughs> not police the dog. Uh, you're right. Police does not die. But Arnold does. Mm. And so does someone else. Uh, the, the dog that's in this arc. You've seen it. Never mind. Um, um, so so Abdul's like, there it is. I found it. And he finds the fly. Are you talking about the dog from Marley and Me? Yeah. I'm talking about Old Yeller. Um, and uh, I'm talking about All Dogs Go to Heaven. Uh, and All Dogs Go to Heaven too. And... Uh, Angels in the outfield. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the actual dog who was Airbud in real life. Uh, so Abdul takes the book back and he's like, I found it. And then the narrator talks about how it's a ue ue fly. And the way he says ue ue every time makes me laugh. Ue ue. Ue ue. And then he's like, this is a specific part of Cairo or specific part of Egypt. This is the Aswan ue ue fly. The ass. The Aswan. Swan. There was a big battle between Holly's boobs and Holly's ass, but the Aswan. Aswan. <laughs> Um, thank you. Nice. I enjoyed that joke. Thank you, Jackie. I liked it. You gotta laugh at some of them. Uh, <laughs> there's another one. Uh, so they discuss this thing about Egypt, and Kakyoin comes in the room, and he's like, "So it was still in Egypt?" And they're like, "What?" And he's like, "I met Dio when I was on a vacation with my family in Egypt." He says, "Visiting the Nile," which I think is grammatically really weird. Like they know the Nile, and they were paying it a visit. Like, hey, what's going on? Nah, you could visit the Nile. Yeah. I would never say, like, we were visiting the Washington Memorial. But visiting it implies that you've been there before. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. You visit relatives. You visit things that are familiar. You see things that are new. I don't Mm. think so. I'm not saying that it's grammatically wrong. I'm just saying it's weird to me to say that. You know, if I was like, oh, what do you want to see in Tokyo? I want to go visit Tokyo Tower. No, you would say that, I guess that's okay, actually, yeah. Anyway, uh, shut up. It's like it's like you want to pass by. Yeah, I know. I know what it means. It just seems weird. Let's move on. All my friends are dead. Let's flow down or flow up the Nile River because it's the only river in the world that goes south to north, right? Or one of the few. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's the only one, but. Okay, Google. What direction does the Nile River flow? That's not the question. That's not the question. That's not up for debate. The White Nile is longer and rises in the Great Lakes What the region. fuck? I didn't ask you anything specific like that. Shut. How do I shut her up? Stop it. Okay, Google. What rivers flow south to north? According to Thotco, some of the most Thotco? famous rivers that flow north include the world's longest Nile River, Russia's Ob, Lena, and Yenisei Rivers, the Red River. And the okay, there's a few. There's many. Okay. Uh, Google. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, actually, no, th- th- this paragraph actually opens with, there are countless examples of rivers flowing northward. However, that does imply that they are the exception to the rule, no? The fact that it feels the need to declare it? I don't th- think that makes any sense. There, why would there be more, randomly more south, north to south? I don't know. Am I a geologist? The Amazon uh, flows. Oh, no, I'm wrong. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> The mighty Amazon. But, like, rivers can flow in any direction. It doesn't make sense that... No. Okay. You're dead wrong about that, partner. Um, so, they talk about Kakyong going to Egypt, visiting an old friend, the Nile River, and uh, which rarely flows uh, south and north. And, um, you know, they see this fly, and they know they can go and defeat 
deal and they have to do it within 50 days. That's something that Abdul told Kakyoin back in the library that he lit with his stand only. Where did they get that number? Uh, Joseph just pulled it out of his ass, I think. No, Abdul pulled it out of his ass. Abdul pulled it out of Joseph's ass. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and, Fully digested. Uh, Hierophant Green went and pulled it out. Uh, it loves to go in butts because it doesn't like to be out in the open. Yeah, so around now, Kakyoin is like, I'm going to join you guys because you freed me. I'm a free man now. You freed me from the flesh. He says, you, like, you helped me regain Bloods. my senses. Yeah. Somebody asks him, why would you help us? And he goes, I don't know. I don't understand it myself, which sort of echoes what Jotaro said. Yeah. And he sort of smirks to himself. But really, he's thinking about kissing Jotaro. Yep. Um, and then they have sex. No, they don't. Oh, and not then, yet, not yet. That's that's the season finale. At some point, they're like, <laughs> like anyway, let's go. And these cars like like pull up way fast outside. And then from one of them jumps out a bunch of doctors and they run into the estate. And Joseph's like, that's the Speedwagon Foundation. They're doctors that I can trust or whatever. That happens? Yeah. I don't remember this. It's very but, brief. But you missed the part where Kakuen is like, also, I want to help Holly, too, because... Oh, my God. How could I forget? <laughs> because if... What did he say? He said, if I were to fall in love, I would want her to be someone like um, Holly. Because she's so sweet. Yeah, because she cares. And he goes, like, pardon me for saying this. Yeah. But I would want to fall in love with someone like your mom. I, and then they all go, ooh. That is a weird yeah. thing to say. Just, it's just one of the weirder things you could say. Just be a nice guy. Don't don't make it a don't make it a thing. Don't gonna, make it a thing about like I would bang someone like her, so I want to help. You I, know, it's not quite on the same level as asking your dad to change your underwear when you're forty seven, but it's up there on the weirdness scale. You know what though? What? I hope to ask my dad to change my underwear when I'm forty seven. If I had to ask one dad to change my underwear, <laughs> I would hope it would be someone like your dad, Miles. <laughs> um. I would say no. <laughs> thank God. Frank. Um, so, they're, they, yeah, they're all getting ready to go. When they step out of the estate as well, this is this famous pose where it's all four of them looking in the same direction and they're all the exact same height. They're all really close to each other, which, hey, you know, whatever. But it's, it's interesting. They're all kind of looking determined. And uh, it doesn't show them like then trying to fit their huge bodies into the car. Um, but that's where it says to be continued. And mm, we forgot one more thing. Oh, Abdul names their stance. Right. So Abdul is like, Hey, Hey, Joe Tyra, I'm going to name your stand. And Joe Tyra's like, Oh, whatever. And, uh, Abdul, uh, is like, I'm a fortune teller, so I'm going to name it. And then he, I sound like drunk history. You do. You do. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> um, and then he's like, oh, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah. so Abdul uh, flips, randomly picks a card, and it's the star. And he's like, your stand is going to be, I name your stand Star Platinum. Well, yeah, because he picks the star, and then Abdul's like, I name it Star Platinum. He just picks a color, although platinum is an element, really. How does, this is the only, is this the only time we ever see someone's stand get named? And it's named by somebody else. You might be right. Yeah, I think so. How do stands get a name? What's in a name? Fucking stand names. How do they work? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Yeah. That so, which we call a star by any other name would punch me just as hard in the face. So Romeo would, were he not Romeo called, retain that it. dear perfection to which he owes without that title. Very and good. For that name which is no part of thee, take all myself. It's very good. I will have to amplify the first half. Okay. Good job, Jackie. Into the ceiling. I, I can do more, but I will not. Shout out why to do you know, Shakespeare. Why do you know all the Shakespeare? I don't know all of it. I just know that scene because I had to try out in eighth grade for the play. Might have been It might have been seventh grade for the play. It wasn't a, it, just for the drama club. I had to try out for the drama club. Oh, they just basically just teachers thought it would be cute to have a bunch of kids read Shakespeare in front of them. That's what it was. <laughs> Well, I can recite um, pretty much any part of the Old Testament by heart. So is that true? Yeah. Give uh, ask me, me to do a verse. Give me. Um, all right, let's do an easy one. Mm-hmm. Exodus twenty-one, nineteen. Okay. And Moses said, "Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I hate Egypt. It's so hot. They're so mean." 
I have this cool connection with God. I sound like Drunk History now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for those who don't know, Drunk History is an American TV show where they get comedians drunk, have them describe a historical event, and then shoot uh, like a historical documentary style reenactment but they mouth the drunk person's words like exactly. It's kind of like our podcast, but more drunk and more... Definitely more drunk. And, and, more, drunk. and more facts. I'm, I feel like we should do this podcast I'm drunk six one day. beers in. You've done know. it. You've been drunk once. Jackie's I've, been drunk I've twice. I've been drunk, yeah. <laughs> I've been drunk every single time that we've done the podcast. <sighs> drunk and high. I do a rail right before we get on here. Mark doesn't... We don't do like, drugs. Hey, you want to talk about some every time, every time Kids, we record, don't do drugs. You're like, I usually do unless I'm drunk and I'm high, but I'm both right now. You know who's overrated? Drake. Ooh. Anyway, that's not really a hot take. I think a lot of people feel that way. I don't really think he's like rated anything. He's just like... You know who's promoted too much? Fun, he makes fun music. I, Nobody thinks he's like the best. I guess. True. Nobody, I guess that's Nobody's true. out here like Drake is the best rapper of all time. Nobody's, nobody's doing that. He's just, or even the best entertainer. He's just too popular for what he is. He's he very makes, popular, but I feel like people like his songs grudgingly. They're like, yeah, this is he good. Makes, people he, in our age group He's in touch are. with his emotions, and he's in touch with our emotions. Is he in touch with his emotions? He's in touch with all, all of our emotions. All I hear emotions. him talking about is just like, I don't you're, know. You're not listening to the right songs. You're not, you're not in touch with your emotions enough, the all way right. that Drake is in touch with <laughs> your there emotions. There will be no Drake song on the intro or outro Have this Have you even episode. seen Degrassi? <laughs> um... Yeah, I have. I'm trying to figure out some like JoJo part four stand joke I can make about being shot by uh, oh boy. a white kid with long hair ending up in a wheelchair, but uh, I can't. I like how that's what people know about Degrassi now because of uh, Drake. It's just I that also know, episode. I knew about Degrassi shooting. before Drake, okay? Me too. I watched all of it. When you, when you watch Degrassi, you just think it's like any other American show. And then they say like the word... It's Canadian, ab- first of all. Jackie, I'm finishing a joke. I'm sorry. You think it's just like any other American show. And then they say like a boat or pasta or they something. Don't, that's not how they, they and say And you're like, what the they fuck? They say like about, sorry, about... Sorry. They say like about... That's exactly how an American would say it. Okay, I can't do accents. Ab- about? I can't do accents. About. 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 A man, a plan, a canal. Panama. About. I can't do it. I can't do about? it. I'm not Canadian. I'm sorry. Canadians, uh, Skype in and uh, just say about a bunch of times. That's how Drake says it in his rap song. <laughs> I don't really do this unless I'm drunk, but about right now. <laughs> but I'm both right now. Uh, sorry. Anyway, there's a whole credit sequence after they determine to set out. and They're on a plane. What airline do you think it is? Uh, Bangles Airlines. Miles, you know, yeah, they get on a plane. Yeah. Well, no, we don't see that until later. Miles, do you know who sang the outro song? Yeah, you just said it. It's the Bengals. And and what's the name of the song? Can you guess? Is it Walk Like an Egyptian? Dude, you're really good at this. Yeah, it's Walk Like an Egyptian by the right. Bengals plays. Do you think that's too on the nose? Yes. Okay, do you th- what do you think they should have gone with? Like, uh, should it have been Egyptian-themed at all? They should have gone, Stand in the place <laughs> where you live. Now face west. <laughs> we did that already. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that video and um, another REM song, uh, Oh, Life, It's Bigger. Mm-hmm. That was Losing My Religion. Losing My Religion. Those are the two videos, like, that I, if I think back as far back as I can, like the oldest music videos I ever saw, those are the two music videos. I think Backstreet Boys are the earliest videos I can think of. I remember my first music video was the Boggles uh, video killed the radio star. Really? I don't believe you. Because Maybe I'm the boy 45 years old. Yeah. The Boy Is Mine might be the first I don't, video I, I don't. I'm sorry that you seem to be confused. The Boy Is Mine. I feel like Monica like mumble sings almost, but that's just Knows my opinion. You things you do. Yeah. Keep on acting like... Yeah. Uh, but we're not we're not done yet with the episode because after the credits, which I was gonna skip, and then I was like, well, we should watch it for the outro sequence. So you guys should you know look at the animation and stuff, and it's cool. Um, but after the credits, there's a scene, and I decided that we should always watch the credits now. Yeah, how many how many outro scenes have we missed thanks uh, to you? What the fuck? Uh, when have you ever protested or made some kind of uh, statement or thought out loud about when, this? When have we contributed to this podcast <laughs> at all? At all. Uh, <laughs> when have we contributed to this experience at all? Um, 
wait until the podcast will be centralized uh, into a Mark-only project that is extremely sad, Aww. where I keep derailing it to talk about my feelings. <laughs> like, Drake, um, after the uh, credits... With the bangles. I would definitely listen to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Miles. Um, it's them on a plane, and we see that people are sleeping, um, and Joseph has his hat on his face. He's laying back like he's sleeping. But then we see, in the dark, somewhere else, a hand with long black nails, karate chops, very gently, not breaking, a Polaroid camera, <gasps> and out comes a Polaroid picture, and it's... Jotaro and Joseph asleep on the plane. How does Dio have Hermit Purple? Ah, I think someone mentioned mentioned this to me at uh, earlier, and I was like, "What are they talking a few, about?" Yeah, a few podcasts ago, we talked about how Dio has the same stand, and I was like, "What?" Why does Dio have Hermit Purple? Because he doesn't. It's only for like these first few chapters that he does. That's why one of the reasons why a lot of things are cut out of the OVA because it doesn't make any sense. Because it's Adagi trying to be like they're the same, like they're you know two sides of the same coin. Maybe he was going to make it so that he had like all their powers yeah, combined or that something. Would make sense, you know. But uh, it just ne- it never happens again. I do like that he's able to karate chop the Polaroid camera, but it doesn't break. It's almost like wow, he's better. Well, I think somebody's used this as an argument for like he has hermit purple. All homone users have hermit purple. Mm-hmm. Etc. Etc. Well, Dio's not a well, yeah, because Jonathan was a Hamon user and he has his body. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So Jotaro and Holly uh, are not Hamon users, so they don't have Hermit Purple, so their stands are different. But then, why Dio gets the world might be because that's Dio's stand, and Hermit Purple is Jonathan's stand. Is a theory. I don't. I don't think he gets two stands, stands because he has two people's body in one, basically. But um, that's bullshit because he never uses Hermit Purple again, unless he kind of does, but we don't see it. Like he's able to detect things before they're near. But I don't know if that's true. He can't even tell that Jotaro is still alive when he's on the ground and stuff. Yeah, this seems like baloney. It's a bunch of baloney. Um, and Jotaro, anyway, so he takes his photo and he looks at it and he uh, does something with it, whatever. Um, and Joseph just wakes up on the plane feeling like he's being watched or something. And then it, oh, and, oh, and then they're like, we have to be careful and look out for the next stand user. And they then, may be on this plane. And then we see this dumb fly flying around. Yeah. And it like freeze frames on it and says, okay, now we're over. It doesn't say anything. It's just over. Um, did you guys think kind of what I would have thought, which is like the fly on the plane is the Aswan Weiwei fly? Did you guys think that? Like, no, it looked different. It looked different. You noticed that? Yeah. Jackie, did you feel that way at all? Were you like, it's nah. the. Okay, I read into things too much. I don't think it was a fly. I think it was a beetle. You might be right. It might be a beetle. I well, looked it up in my library. Way of the beetles. Did you have a light or did you have to use a spectral flame from your uh, humanoid bird? Oh, I had a light. Oh, okay. It's, it's probably, 2018. Probably um, better. It's 2018, guys. Buy a lamp. They invented lights like a couple years ago. Yeah, in 2014, I got my first uh, light bulb. It's exciting. I sound excited. Great. Uh, that's been the episode. Um, if you... It felt kind of like a filler, because nothing really happened. Yep. I mean, well, what happens is, uh... There's just no, there's no battles. Yeah. We're just like, oh no, Holly. That's it. And we haven't... The episode is like, Holly. It felt full to me because, um, of Holly's big butt. (laughs) It was full of ass. (laughs) Um, yeah, because they don't actually go anywhere. We know they're, they're, they go on like the biggest road trip in JoJo's soon. They don't really go anywhere. There's no battles. It's important stuff. It's important plotty stuff. We need to know that Holly's sick. We need to know that Kakyoin joins them. Uh, we need to know how good Star Platinum draws because it does that a lot later, um, obviously. And yeah, if you want to write to us anything that we missed uh, or were improper about, you can email us at jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can tweet to us at jjbpod. Follow us on Twitch, jjbpod. We're on YouTube somewhere as JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Uh, you can uh, find our posts on the JoJo subreddit, which is r Stardust Crusaders, and uh, you can buy our book, uh, "How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the JoJo." We're going to PAX East. We're, we're going to PAX East. We're there, actually. By I'm the not. time you hear this, we're we're. By gone. the time you hear this, I will be dead. When are you guys going? In a few days. Oh. Um, but if you're there, say hi. Don't. No wait. Don't don't, don't 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 stay know. stay away. They don't they don't know how to find us. Uh. <laughs> you have nothing to add. 
Miles, do you want us to bring you back anything from PAX? Is, where is it? Boston. Boston. Do you want me to bring you back a lobster roll? Can you bring me back? I'll yeah. buy it day one and then bring it back to you five days later, four days later. Okay, are you going to refrigerate it or anything? No, I'm going to leave it right out at the foot of my bed. Do you still want it? Is your hotel room going to be cold? No. It's going to be real hot and sweaty and muggy. Okay. I don't think Miles wants that. Why are you even doing this? No, I want to see how much he can take. I'm considering it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the boiling point? Is it when I tell you that I slide my feet all inside it and shit? No, then I definitely want it. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you uh, next time. Bye. When we do this again. Enjoy PAX East, baby. They're not going to hear this until after. Uh, you can edit it tonight. Nope. Here is something you can't understand. Work it just kill a man. Here is something you can't